Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
all my cares and burdens. Unto you I roll. Hallelujah. Let your living waters overflow my soul. Let your Holy Spirit come and take over control. In every situation that has troubled my mind, all my cares and burdens, unto you I roll. I love this song by Halengwe, uh, a young lady in South Africa. Uh, many of the songs that I've um, heard um, from the people in Africa, especially Sanak, which is spelled S-I-N-A-C-H, a lot of people recently um, you know, have been hearing about her, but I've been playing Sanak for many years, um, and a lot of the songs, like I said, from Mother Africa, uh, they're just beautiful, glory to God. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene, and just like you, I'm learning how to roll my cares and burdens unto him. We pray, Lord, help us to cast our care on you because you care for us. And sometimes we think that we're doing that until uh, it keeps getting piled up more and more, and you find yourself uh, feeling heavy laden. But the Bible tells us, come unto me, O ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me. Take my Come unto me, all ye that that mm. come unto me, all ye that are heavy, mm. all ye that are laden. Mm. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Come unto me, all ye that are lay, laden and heavy laden. Come unto me, all ye that are burdened. Thank you, Holy Ghost, and are heavy laden. Hallelujah. And uh, take your yoke, take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hallelujah. So we're learning how to come unto him. All of us that are burdened and heavy laden, we've allowed the burdens, hallelujah, that the enemy's trying to put on us. We're receiving them. And we found out that he's a burden bearer. Hallelujah. And he's a heavy load sharer. And if you're in a position where you have compassion and you love others and you're praying for others and you're also maybe just sensitive in the spirit, you're picking up the burdens of others. Because so many are hurting right now between all the hurricanes and the, the fires and the earthquakes. Uh, you can feel the groaning and the travailing of the earth, glory to God. And as intercessors, we have that spirit, hallelujah. Uh, we feel what he feels, glory to God. And that's why we have the heart of compassion to stand in the gap. But what happens with many intercessors, it's easy for us to become depressed and oppressed and burnt out because of that. And so we must learn uh, even more than any other um, uh, five-fold ministry to uh, cast your care. Hallelujah. And then besides having the care of everyone else, you have your own cares and burdens. And so it's very important that we learn how to roll them over, to see ourselves in the spirit, just giving them to the Father. He has big, capable hands, and he's able, hallelujah, to handle any situation. And not just to handle it, he can turn it around, glory to God, and make it good. And that's his word concerning us. And so we must understand that. We're only human, and I understand that. You know, we have, still have one flesh, and this flesh has emotions, and sometimes we allow our emotions uh, to override, hallelujah, the things that the Word is saying to us. I was so blessed on yesterday that um, one of my um, uh, daughters in Christ, hallelujah, who usually, <laughs> hallelujah, who usually, uh, Apostle, I got to tell you what's going on, and, and I pray for her. But, child, she got me right on yesterday. She got me right on yesterday. Yeah, I'm talking about our uh, sister Lavetta. I'm going to say her name uh, because she usually, you know, coming to the apostle and, and she's fairly new in the ministry, but she's a blessing to my life. And 
I appreciate her so much. And I was, you know, we were discussing what was happening, you know, with my son. And I was telling her my feelings on it. I was just trying to be transparent. She said, well, you're not thinking like that. This is what's going to happen. And she decreed and declared over my life, shut my lips. I love it. That means she's learning. She's listening to the apostle. And that's what happens with your children. And sometimes you're like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. No, they didn't say that. My leaders, I expect them to say that because, you know, hallelujah, that's why they're the leaders. But when you have one of your children, that you're watching change and, and grow up, because when I met her, she was kind of in the spirit, and I hope she doesn't get offended because I know she's on. Uh, she was kind of like a toddler, hallelujah. But now she's in that hallelujah, uh, that um uh, that young adult stage, glory to God. Uh-huh. And I'm going to watch her mature into the um, beautiful leader. Yes, I am. But right now, i found that those that are in that uh, young adult stage, uh, my teenagers, you know, they always had insight, glory to God, while they were teenagers. Let me bring somebody around, man, woman, boy, or girl, but uh-uh, no, ma, this person ain't right. Just, just have that second sense, glory to God. You, you take them to church, they'll be in church, and they'll be like, mm-mm, this one, this, and that. Now, they're not doing nothing. They're not living a, a nickel's worth of dog's meat. Hallelujah. But the teenagers would know. Now, I'm not talking about that concern our sister LaVette because she's living everything she knows to live. And just like the rest of us, she's making mistakes. That's why she has a mother in Christ uh, to help bless and to mentor her. Amen. But I'm saying for our teenagers, their life would be a hot mess. Amen. But they would know. And I'll be like so upset because I'm like, boy, how come they know? Uh, But I'm finding glory to God that, uh, uh, you just don't know who God's going to use to minister to you, and that's why you got to stay low. Because I could have been thinking, well, huh, I'm the mother. Who's she talking to? But she was absolutely correct. I thank God for her, and I thank God for all of you, hallelujah, that inbox me, text me, or call me uh, concerning my son. I thank God for the ones of you that were able to send monetary gifts so that I can uh, get to go see him, glory to God. And for those, that, for those of you that made promises that when you know you get your little something, something that you will, I pray that you keep your vow. I love the people of the Most High God, but uh, we sometimes, including all of us, and I've had to check myself too, we make a vow and then we don't keep it. Sometimes the enemy tries to make us forget, but I pray you don't forget this time, amen, because Apostle really needs you. I found out, glory to God, and I feel a little bit better uh, that um, I thought perhaps my son was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing, and that's how he got shot. Regardless of whatever it is, you know, you still feel bad because that's your child. But to come to find out, it wasn't even that kind of situation. Uh, He had a fight with a young man, and he uh, whooped him. And you'll know I've talked about him before. That's where I found out from our Pastor Cassie about two uh, Light to fight and too thin to win, hallelujah. And that's who he is. He's light. He's light uh, complexion, light uh, uh, body weight and all that. But the boy has hands, just like my daughter Chidera. I don't know where they got it from, glory to God, but they can fight. And so people sometimes, you know, uh, uh, underjudge them, you know, and feel like, oh, they little. Hmm. But uh, like my uh, bishop says, uh, uh, a little piece of leather but well put together, Amen. And so, you know, he uh, whooped the boy, and the boy uh, had his friend with him and said, nah, man, you got to take him out. And so what happened was when my son was leaving with his other friend to to walk back home, uh, they drove up on him and uh, started shooting. And I didn't realize he got shot three times. Isn't that something? But the boy not only can he fight, he can run. And so he got hit in his buttocks, he got hit in his leg, which I saw him hit in the leg when 
They told me he got shot, and he also got hit in his hand. But none of the, you know, things, um, you know, were able to, you know, kill him or hurt him very badly. You know, he's having some pain in his um in his leg, that's about it, and his and his his butt too. <laughs> Hallelujah! And so, anyway, I'm just grateful because you know a lot of people get shot one time and they're dead. He got shot three times, and so we give God praise and honor and glory for that because you know I could have had gotten a different report. <sighs> and so, anyway, I'm on my way to uh, Jersey. Um, I'm just waiting to find out when he will be able to have um, visitors and things. Uh, because unfortunately he had a warrant, and so they uh, took him to, um, you know, to, to the county. Glory to God! But the warrant was for something dumb. Him and his friends jumped out of a uh, a cab. Hallelujah! And for those, I guess they didn't have the money. And so, but they got caught, did us, and they went to court, and you know, uh, they got a bench warrant because he didn't come back to court. And um, I remember my sister and I, yeah, I tell my stories. I don't care. Think what you want. I wasn't saved. Hallelujah. I remember we ate. And you have you ever heard about Dine and Dash? Uh-huh. And it was so dumb because we did it in Co-op City in the Bronx where we lived. And so you know we lived there. We were going to want to come back to the restaurant another time, I'm sure. But huh, it was crowded. And my sister's like, you think we can make it? And so we ate good, and we left. And so I can't, and a lot of us, too, I can't tell myself, well, why did you do that? Maybe he was tired, he needed a ride, and thought he, you know, uh, could do it, or maybe he thought it, the uh, sometimes the meter is a little higher than what you have. I don't know. I wasn't with him. I can't make excuses for him. But I know as young people, we have done some dumb things, including you and me. And the thing is that um, a lot of times we get mad at our children for the same things that we have done ourselves. Let's tell the truth. Can we just be transparent this morning? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes the Holy Ghost will even say, Darlene, after I've got been harsh or something with one of my children, uh, you did that too. And sometimes you have forgotten that you've done it. Hallelujah. And then sometimes you've done it and you've seen the consequences were bad for you, and so you don't want to see that same thing happen to your child. But the thing is, we all have to live and learn, hallelujah. We all got a process to go through. I'm so sorry that my son has to go this way uh, in order to be who he's going to be in Christ. I'm just grateful that he's alive because as long as there's life, there's hope. And the same thing you need to think about all of your loved ones, hallelujah. Uh, sometimes we have problems with our uh, spouses or our people in our family, uh, but it's so important that we try to resolve these things while they're yet alive because you don't know. I could have gotten the call that, you know, my son had passed. The good news is that I love, love my son. I tell him that all the time. He knows that. And so it wouldn't have been a situation where some of us, hallelujah, we didn't tell the person or, you know, we were angry with the person. So some of these people that you're having um, difficulties with, um, as long as there's life, you have a chance, hallelujah, uh, to get it right. Even if they don't apologize to you, apologize to them because it's nothing worse than having, you know, uh, that feeling that, you know, things weren't resolved uh, while they were on earth. I was upset with my other son recently, and then the Holy Ghost said, well, how would you feel if right now he wasn't here? And it just brought everything back into perspective. You know, I didn't want him in my space, just like sometimes you don't want your family in your space. Like, oh, you just got to get up out my personal space right now. But that doesn't mean I never want to see him again. And sometimes we got to be careful uh, how we treat and what we say, because sometimes we have to eat our words. I heard um, Jody Osteen um, Joel Osteen's mom said that her father taught her, uh, be careful what you say because um, make your words sweet because one day you might have to eat them. 
And I've been trying to live by that. Pray with me because I'm getting better, but I'm not there. Hallelujah. And it's very important because she's right. Sometimes you got to eat those words, glory to God. And, uh, you know, you want them to be sweet, glory to God. And so we're learning. So, I, again, I just want to say thank you. It has been um, difficult with everything else that's happening. You know, i got the regular uh, problems in life like the rest of you. And so to add that on, but the enemy knows where to hit us. Let's just be real. He got that one. He won the battle. But I'll be, mm, if he ever wins the war, he will never, ever, never, ever, ever win the war. He got that. He got that. But he didn't even get it like he wanted to get it uh, because I'm sure that his uh, um, agenda was to kill my son because that's what he comes to do, rob, kill, steal, and destroy. But never, ever that. Cover your children. Keep your children covered. Hallelujah. And that's what we do. I thank God for all of you that keep my children covered as well. Well, I'm covering yours. Hallelujah. So we must pray one for another. And then we must remember to uh, cast our heavy laden, our, our cares and our burdens on uh, Christ Jesus. Because what the enemy wants to do is have our minds so overloaded that we can't think straight. Hallelujah. It took me a while, you know, to sit here and just to, and I still haven't processed everything because I don't want to. Because, you know, you'll let your mind go a whole bunch of places. This I'm just casting and I'm leaving in his hands. Hallelujah. At the feet of Jesus. Same thing for you. You must do that, hallelujah, uh, because if we carry all this stuff around with us, child, please, we'll be like, well, what's my name again? And some of us have been there, tell the truth. I know I've been sitting there thinking, now what was I getting ready to do? And it wasn't that long ago that I was going to do it. And so I don't want to live like that. That's how the enemy wants us to live. Jesus came to give us a sound mind, hallelujah, and a strong mind. We want his mind. The Bible says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And Jesus had a good, sound mind, and I want his mind. I want his heart. I want his love. I just want everything that he has. And so he wasn't running around, oh, now, who should I pray for now? What should I do? What's the disciple's name again? He wasn't walking around like that. And I'm not going to be acting like that either. Amen? And neither are you. And so we're giving God praise and honor and glory for who he is and for what he's doing. And we're going to continue, glory to God. We're on day eight of this fast, hallelujah, and of this 21 days of prayer. And y'all already know eight is new beginnings. So we're looking for something new on today, aren't you? I am. I need some new stuff, hallelujah. I want God to do something new, hallelujah, in me and in you. And in our finances and in our bodies and our minds and our relationships, we just need some new stuff. Amen? Somebody else saying, I need some new shoes. Apostle does too. My goodness. Uh, that's something I very, really been worried about. Like when I was, you know, by myself, child, of course, you know, you had to have your shoe game on. But now, my, 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 because I've had so many children, I had to make sure that their shoe game was right. And I was looking at my shoes the other day. I'm like, mm-mm, girl, please. <laughs> Excuse me. You gotta get you, you gotta get you some shoes because you're doing okay, top part. But the shoes, oh Lord, hallelujah, ha, hallelujah. I really love the Lord this morning, hallelujah. Heidi's talking about a theology of suffering. Uh oh. Did you read today's title and think about skipping it? Did I? <laughs> oh, Heidi in the spirit. Think about reading tomorrow's instead. I'm going to be writing about suffering tomorrow, too. Oh, great. Ah, she in the spirit, though. Isn't she in the spirit? Because, you know, we are suffering right now, uh, many of us. So she's on time. Come on. Speak, Holy Ghost. The topic of suffering is a hard one to grasp. But trust me, 
No theology is sweeter or more wonderful when you grasp even the tiniest morsel of it. What I'm writing about here is highly controversial. Controversial. Not everyone in the church likes this doctrine. To be honest, I didn't like it myself for a long, long time. I didn't like the idea of denying myself and dying daily. In theological circles, one group of Jesus' teaching is called the hard sayings. These include teachings like give up all you have, leave your family behind. She's going to make me cry. Take up your cross, and if you try to keep your life, you will lose it. For a long time, I didn't like sermons on these subjects. I wanted to hear about protection, favor, blessing, shields, and heaven on earth. I wanted overweight angels on my side to make sure I didn't have to suffer anything. But hidden in suffering is value so deep and wonderful. It is something many in the West have not experienced. Like I used to, they think the coffee machine not working is persecution. Teach. You don't hear a lot of sermons preached on the hard verses, but let me tell you, they're essential to a holistic understanding of faith, the gospel, life, eternity, and just about everything that matters. You may think it's a sweeping statement, but I based it on a list of scriptures as long as your arm. The Bible is rich with verses about suffering, but these have not become our bumper stickers and our memory verses. We choose to remember verses like, the one who is in you is greater instead. To be on track with God, we must have a balanced understanding of his word. Are you willing to accept something from his word that you might may not like? Ask him to help you ask him to help you be open to his truth, even if it offends your theology. She is speaking, preaching, teaching this morning. And it's so true. You know, and the Bible says that if we suffer with him that we'll reign with him. And many of us don't like suffering. You know, a lot of times people see the anointing on your life and they see God doing this and that and, and they just, you know, have a problem with it like, who oh, she, but they don't know that there's a crushing that goes on for the anointing uh, to, to be coming from your life. Uh, the Bible talks about that. You know, there's a smear, glory to God, when that anointing is smeared uh, uh, on the top of your uh, forehead, glory to God. Uh, someone had to go through for that. Jesus suffered, hallelujah, that he would reign, my, my, my. He suffered the the cross for us, glory to God. And so uh, we're saying we want to be like him, and, yeah, we want to be like him in the resurrection, uh, you know, of his power, but we don't want to be uh, to get to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. I promise you on everything that's holy, when I came to the Lord, I wanted all of it. I, I knew that I would have to suffer. They don't teach us that when we first get saved. We're just like, get saved, you know, and things are going to get better because now you've got Jesus on your side. And that's true. But we should teach the whole uh, uh, loaf. I agree with her. Because we've got to eat the whole loaf. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible says, low, uh, uh, the volume of the book, it's written of me. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. And not just the volume of the book, it's the whole book. Hallelujah. We do, we just like to take out the good parts. You know, that he'll fight our battles or he'll supply our needs or he'll heal our body. But there's also a suffering that goes along with that. Hallelujah. But the good news is that we were suffering anyway. We were suffering terribly before we met him. But the good news is that once we have him in our life, yes, we suffer, but we also, we win. We win. We win. 
We were suffering before and we were losing. We were fighting and, and then next thing we was fighting some more and, uh, you know, and the enemy was kicking out behind. Yes, he was. Hallelujah. But now it's been reversed. Hallelujah. He might get a hit here and there. He might have hit my son on his leg, but that's it. You're not winning. He can't win because he was defeated. Hallelujah. Jesus defeated him at Calvary. He made an open show of the enemy. And then he said the same power, hallelujah, that was in him, glory to God, now it's in us. And so we can use our words, hallelujah, to change our situation, hallelujah, or we can use our words to stay in our situation. I've decided that I'm going to speak what he speaks. Hallelujah. I must continue, hallelujah, to speak to the dead places. I'm going to continue to stay on the wall and pray and intercede for the men and women of God and the boys and girls. And oh, I'm definitely even more going to pray for our children because they're just such open prey. I sent a few of you some uh, inboxes about a young lady that was on the New Jersey Turnpike, glory to God, and stopped at a rest stop. And uh, someone told me they had seen it and heard it before. And, but it was my first time getting it. Someone sent it to me. And I sent it to a few of you that I know that are traveling with children, you know, and, and going up and down the road. And, you know, and how she was in law enforcement, glory to God, and how she stopped. Uh, at the rest stop, and she said she usually parks one place, but she decided this time to park somewhere else. And she parked in a place where there was a whole bunch of people, and it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon, bright outside, hallelujah. And when she got out of her car, she noticed a man sitting on a bench. And we know at the rest stops there are benches, like if you want to just sit there, you could even eat or whatever. And she said she just felt some kind of way, but she didn't pay any attention. And then when she came back out, she saw the guy put up his hand and uh, make a fist over his head, hallelujah. And she said as soon as he put that fist up, that this van uh, just jumped right there in front of her, opened up. She said that uh, these three guys, Caucasian, uh, got out smoking a, a cigarette. Uh, there was a lady driving the van, and then there was a black guy sitting next to the lady. She noticed all these things, you know. And she, they, she said the guys asked her, did she have any money, because uh, they had a baby that was in there that was hungry and needed some milk. She said she noticed that when she looked in the van that it was black in there. She said, here it is daytime. She said, no light came on in the van, just like when we open up our doors and our cars, there's always an overlight lamp, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, light in your car. She said nothing was pitch black, and she knew what was up. They had it so arranged that all three jumped out at the same time. One stood at the door of the place, you know, so they could uh, pull her in. But thank God, hallelujah, she hurried up and got in her car. And when they looked in her car, they noticed that she had her two daughters in there and her granddaughter. So I guess they figured that it would have been too hard to snatch her because there was other people involved. And they, you know, didn't have it that kind of time. But listen to what I'm saying. They're on the prey looking for us, our children. And she was crying because she said she knew uh, that she would have been another one of those people that was missing, you know. And the thing is, even my daughter, I lived in a beautiful area in uh, South Orange, New Jersey. Anybody knows anything about Jersey, they know South Orange is, you know, beautiful. And uh, my daughter was walking one day to Passmark, a few blocks from our house, and a white van came up uh, trying to bother her, but she ran, glory to God, another one of my runners, she ran, and she was able to go into the store, and, and she called me, and I told her, just wait there and, and let security in there know what's going on. And after a while, they left, thank God, because they were trying to get my daughter, beautiful little young lady. The devil is a liar. And so God is telling us, pray for our children. We never used to have to worry about things like that. We would hear about stuff happening, but not like now. 
Uh, they're on the hunt. They're on the prey. They're trying to get uh, young women and young men, whoever they can get. And so we must cover our children. Hallelujah. Uh, we must cover them, and not just our children, children everywhere, because Jesus loves them. It's not just a song. He really loves them, and the enemy hates them. And so we must continue to pray for our, our young people, glory to God, that God will cover them because they get bold. The enemy knows his time is running out, and he's getting really bold with what he's doing. He used to be a little slicker or, you know, a little more discreet, but no more. He's just out there trying to do everything he can do because he knows Jesus is about to shut this whole thing down. Amen? Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come, first of all, we want to say thank you. God, we thank you for every victory that you've given us. We thank you, Father God, that we're learning how to roll our cares and burdens unto you, Father, because we know, Father God, that you care for us. You said, cast your care upon me because I careth for you. And, Father, not only uh, do you take our cares, hallelujah, and hold on to them, you're turning them around and you're making them good. You said all things, everything works together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. And so, Father, we don't understand how some of this mess, hallelujah, is going to turn into a message, but it will, or how some of these tests are going to turn into a testimony, but they will, because we've seen you do it before, and so we're trusting you. We're giving you all our hope, hallelujah, and all our trust. Father, I thank you right now that you're touching bodies on this line. We know you're still a healer. We thank you, Father, you're making provision. You're opening doors for us. I thank you, Father, we're learning how to sow. My, my, my. Because we're finding out if we sow sparingly, we'll reap sparingly. But if we sow bountifully, we'll reap bountifully. Help us to come up in our giving, not just in money, but in love and in understanding and in patience and in anything you ask us to do. Help us to do how like Mary told the disciples, whatever he says, do, do it, and help us to do it quickly. Hallelujah. God, we love you and we need you. God, please don't forget Jerusalem. Lord, bless her, uh, uh, bless Jerusalem with peace, and, and please don't forget our children and your children and people everywhere across this world. My, my, my. In Uganda, where they're being killed again, the blood of Jesus, and Somalia again, where they're uh, killing Christians all over this world. Dear God. Some can't even uh, preach your gospel or say your name without uh, the threat of being killed. Oh, God, have mercy on your children. We're asking this in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we're calling it done. Amen and amen. We'll see you again at 8 p.m. for day eight of spiritual warfare. Y'all already know, Apostle really, really does love you, and I so appreciate you. Thank you for all your prayers. God bless you, and have a great day.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.